0: I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praises shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. What a blessing it is for me to share with you for these next few fleeting moments. I realize that there are many things that you could be involved in, and I appreciate you taking the time to be a part Of our Bible study God continues to bless us God continues to make ways for us and I am excited about what God is getting ready to do in our future our future is filled with hope and so therefore we continue uh, to press forward in spite of what things look like our future is filled with hope why don't you just type that on the screen and say my future is filled with hope hallelujah my future is filled with hope listen let's go before the throne of grace and let's pray that god will bless us and continue to make ways for us father in the name of jesus we thank you because we realize that we're not our own but you have bought us with a price and we belong to you our souls our hearts our minds and our bodies They all belong to you. And so we worship you and we trust you, O God. We depend on you and we're asking that you will bless us in a special way. Continue to open doors. Continue to make ways. And God will be so careful to give your name the praise. The glory and honor shall be thine. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank God. Amen. I want to read something in your hearing. It's a very familiar passage of scripture. It's found in the 122nd number of Psalm. It's talking about going into the house of the Lord. Let's read. It says, uh, it's a song of degrees of David. And it says, I was glad when they said unto me, Let us go into the house of the Lord. <clears throat> Our feet shall stand within thy gates, O Jerusalem. Jerusalem is a is built as a city that is compact together. Whither the tribes go up, the tribes of the Lord, unto the testimony of Israel to give thanks unto the name of the Lord. For there are set thrones of judgment, the thrones of the house of David. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. They shall prosper that love thee. Peace be within thy walls and prosperity within thy palaces. For my brethren and companions sake. I will now say peace be within thee because of the house of the Lord, our God, I will seek thy good. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and the hearing of his precious word. I've read in your hearing the entire 122nd number of Psalm. I want to read a scripture to you and I think I dealt with it in some uh, Uh, in a light fashion before, but I want to kind of deal with this because it talks so much about when we are preparing to do the work of the Lord. When we're preparing to do the work of the Lord, there must be some time of preparation, some time of consecration. Uh, uh, There must be some type of pulling away from everything else and getting our hearts and minds fixed on what we're supposed to be doing as far as the Lord uh, would have us to do. Consecration is noted as the devoting or setting apart (coughs) of anything or any person to the worship or service of God. The race of Abraham and the tribe of Levi Uh, were consecrated. If you'll go with me in the word of God, I want to share something with you, and I know it's going to bless you. It's found in the book of Exodus. Exodus. Go with me to the book of Exodus, the 13th chapter. Praise God. Exodus, the 13th chapter, and we're going to look at that second verse. Exodus, the 13th chapter, and the second verse, look what it says: "Sanctify unto me all the firstborn, whatsoever openeth the womb among the children of Israel, both a man and of beasts. it is mine. Uh, it is mine. Set apart every firstborn male for me, said the Lord. And every firstborn male offspring among the Israelites, God was claiming it as his. And he said, it doesn't matter whether it's a human or an animal. It belongs to me. And I want you to move down to the 12th verse. And the 12th verse says that thou shalt set apart unto the Lord all that openeth the matrix. And every firstling that cometh of a beast which thou hast, the males shall be the Lord's. Hear what I'm saying in that 12th verse. It says, sacrifice every firstborn male offspring to the Lord. The firstborn male offspring of each of your animals belongs to the Lord. Skip down to the 15th verse. And it came to pass when Pharaoh would hardly let us go that the Lord slew all the firstborn in the land of Egypt. You got to understand what the how important and significant the firstborn is. The firstborn is supposed to the firstborn male is supposed to continue one's legacy. It's supposed to continue the work that the father has put in motion. So when you lose your firstborn or when the firstborn has been lost, it threatens the legacy, your legacy. And so here in the 15th verse, it says, And it came to pass when Pharaoh would hardly let us go that the Lord slew all the firstborn in the land. Of Egypt. In other words, I'm doing away with your legacy. Hallelujah. Birth, the fir- excuse me both the firstborn of man and the firstborn of beasts. Therefore I sacrifice to the Lord all that openeth the matrix being males, but all the firstborn of my children I redeem. Watch this. When Pharaoh was so stubborn, God says, I'm going to fix y'all. He said, you so stubborn and you won't let my people go. All right. I'm going to kill your legacy. I'm going to do away with your legacy. Every firstborn male, I'm going to take it. Every firstborn of the animal, I'm going to take it. My Lord. And then he says, I'm going to fix it so that you won't mess with my people. Go with me to Numbers, the 13th chapter. And uh, I want to read the, tw- I'm sorry, let's go to the third chapter of Numbers. And let's look at the 12th verse. Numbers, the third chapter. The Bible, in that 15th verse that I just finished, this is why um, we should, Make it a point in our lives to have a special blessing over, according to the scripture, our firstborn. Because we want them to be connected and in concert operating in the will of God. Now look at this uh, uh, third chapter and the 12th verse. And I, behold, I have taken the Levites from among the children of Israel instead of all the firstborn that openeth the matrix among the children of Israel. Therefore, the Levites shall be mine. Out of all of Israel, out of all the Israelites, the Lord said, I have taken the Levites to be the substitutes for every firstborn male offspring among them. The Levites belong to me. Now, you got to understand what is happening here, because uh, uh, there was a uh, uh, there was a conspiracy, and so God still places emphasis on the firstborn. But since there's this conspiracy, He said, "What I'm going to do is I'm going to use the Levites as a substitute." Now, uh, the Hebrews devoted their field and cattle and sometimes the spoils of their war to the Lord. According to the Mosaic law, uh, the firstborn, both of man and beast, were supposed to be consecrated unto God. Mm. In the New Testament, however, uh, Christians are regarded as consecrated To the Lord. So you see, this firstborn, this firstborn was under the law, but now in the New Testament, are you hearing me? In the New Testament, saints, the Christians, are regarded as consecrated to the Lord. You must be set aside and consecrated for the Lord's service. Go with me to a familiar passage of Scripture. That is found in 1 Peter 2 and 9. I love this scripture. Uh, This particular scripture. I get happy off of it. and Look what it says. But ye are a chosen generation. Somebody type on the screen and say I've been chosen. I've been chosen. A chosen generation. A royal priesthood. And holy nation. A peculiar people. Watch this. Here are four things you need to make point of. You need to make note of in your while you're taking notes there. You need to, first of all, understand that you've been chosen. Number one, uh, somebody type on the screen and say, I've been chosen. Number two is, is that you're royalty. You're royalty. Don't let anybody tell you you ain't about nothing. You're royalty. You are royalty priesthood. Watch this now. Number three, you are a holy nation. You are a holy nation. And then the fourth point that I'd like to dwell on is that you are a peculiar people, not strange, not weird. Uh Uh-oh. You are a peculiar people. Now watch this that they should, that ye should, show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Hallelujah. You're chosen. Hallelujah. I hope you got it. You're royalty. Praise God. You, 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 you're, you're, you're holy. And you belong to God. You were chosen to tell about the excellent qualities of the God that made this call on your life. Uh, how, did, how do you know you've been called? Because you have been called out of darkness. What is darkness? Sin. Darkness is the life that we live without Jesus Christ. You have been called out of darkness into his marvelous life. Hallelujah. Somebody ought to type on the screen and say, thank God. Ah, hallelujah. That I am chosen. However, when we talk about consecration to God of, of people, we have to note that we have to pull away from from things that might give us gratification, there are some things that we enjoy that we may have to pull away from if we're going to be totally consecrated to the Lord in the old testament uh david David spoke of the men who were uh with him as being consecrated and dedicated for the mission that they were on they 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 had to Pull away, how did they have to pull away if, if you look very carefully, there are some things, my brothers and sisters that that the Bible speaks to us in 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 volumes if we're going to be uh, dedicated individuals now uh, it, it, there comes a time in your life I, I'm not trying to uh, uh, say that you've got to walk around in in, in a consecrated uh, 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 mold every minute of your life. There comes a time when you have to go into a consecrated mode when you're about to do what God has assigned for you to do. There's a mission for your life and when God gives you a specific mission you need to pull away for the things that could uh, taint your life and could uh, taint your effectiveness as being the person that God is called for. My brothers and sisters, go with me. I want to talk to you about what David did. Go with me to 1 Samuel, the 21st chapter. 1 Samuel, the 21st chapter, and the fifth verse. Look what it said. And David answered the priest hmm, and said unto him, Of a truth, women have been kept from us about these three days since I came out and the vessels of the young men are holy and the bread is in a manner common yea though it were sanctified this day in the vessel watch this listen to what's going on Uh, I don't know you may not want me to talk uh, about this but I'm going to share something with you when you oh Lord I'm going to do it anyway When you're going to be in a mode of consecration, there are some things that you enjoy. I'm going to put it very nicely. Uh, Somebody type on the screen nicely with exclamation mark. There are some things that you enjoy that you will have to pull back from in order order to be effective on your mission and realize the anointing of God on your life. You got to hear what I'm saying. I didn't say that it was a sin to be involved in some of these things, but it's because it it, it, it it gives pleasure and gratification to the flesh. Somebody is understanding what I'm saying. You as a married man have a right to enjoy your wife. You have, as a married woman, and have a right to enjoy your husband, but when you go on a consecration and you're preparing yourself to be in a mold of a specific mission that God has given you, you pull back from uh, uh, from things that are uh, 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 things that are, are, are lawful. You pull back so that you can get. Dedicated and consecrated for the mission you're about to that you're about to complete. Somebody is not hearing what I'm seeing. So David said, and he answered the priest, and he said, Of course, women have been kept away from us as usual when we go on a mission. Are y'all hearing me? Now David was talking about. Uh, Husbands enjoying their wives when they were being consecrated, when they were uh, getting ready to do this mission ministry that God had given to them, they had to pull back from even enjoying their wives. Uh, God has a right to make sure that the vessel which will be used by him are vessels of honor. Uh, If it is not what he wants, he reserves the right to remake them. Mm. Look what happened to to the vessel at the potter's house. Why don't you let's let's take a trip down to the potter's house. Let's go to Jeremiah. Let's go to the book of Jeremiah. And uh, I'm almost finished. Just bear with me. I'm almost finished. But let's go to the book of Jeremiah. I want to go to the 18th verse. Mm, praise God. The 18th verse of Jeremiah. Uh, I don't have my regular phone here to find my, my Bible as quickly. There it is. Jeremiah, the 18th chapter. Hallelujah. I hope it's not taking you as long as it's taken me, and I apologize. Okay? And here's what happened. The word of the Lord The word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord saying, arise and go down to the potter's house and there I will cause thee to hear my words. Listen, then I went down to the potter's house and behold, he wrought a work on the wheels. And the vessel that he made of clay was marred in the hand of the potter. So he made it again another vessel as seemed good to the potter to make it. Praise God. Then the word of the Lord came to me saying, O house of Israel, cannot I do with you as this potter, saith the Lord, behold. As the clay is in the potter's hand, so are ye in mine hand, O house of Israel. If God is not satisfied with the life that you live, God does not have to use you. Oh, my. Uh, and a lot of us mess up. Uh, all of us are imperfect uh, Imperfect human beings trying to do a perfected work. All of us are messed up. Mm -hmm. All of us are flawed. But it's all up to God. Hallelujah. That's a good place for you to praise him. It's up to God whether he uses you or not. It's not up to man. It's not up to your 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 bishop. It's not up to your supervisor. It's not up to your superintendent or district missionary or pastor. It's up to God whether you will be used by him. Thank God that is like that. So now I don't have to be subjected to ungodliness uh i don't have to deal with that when when god determines whether he is going to use us or not he sets the rules god sets the rule everything is in place and god determines what he's going to do when god said come out hmm, from among them that's exactly what he meant god did he wasn't playing games He meant that Israel thought they could do what they wanted to do, and then God would uh, use them. God is not obligated to use you. Hallelujah. God uses who he wants to use. Uh, And so that's why it ought to be your prayer. Lord, please search my heart. And if you find anything that shouldn't be there, take it out. Watch this. Yeah. Israel thought they could do what they wanted to and God retorted in. Watch the Hosea. Let's go to Hosea the 8th chapter and the 8th verse. Israel will be swallowed up. It is already mixed in with the other nations. It has become worthless. Can you imagine God speaking of his chosen people and saying that they have become worthless. I want you to look at this scripture. Good. Ah, uh, Somebody type on the screen and say look at the scripture. Look at this scripture. It said Israel will be swallowed up. You know why? Because it mixed in with people who were not godly. Israel. Now shall they be among the Gentiles as a vessel Wherein is no pleasure. Because God does what He wants to do and not what you think He ought to do. Oh my God. Ah. Now, when there is a mark on you, the devil is coming after you. And I'm going to finish this on, uh, on, in the next session. But when there's a mark on you, the devil's job is to make you unfit. For what you've been tagged for. Hallelujah. The devil's job is to make you unfit for what you have been identified for. Now, if that's the devil's job, then beware. Hallelujah. Beware. Somebody type on the screen and say, beware. Beware. The devil is coming after you. And when there's a mark on you, you can't hide it. God will make it so that your mark is not only noticeable to to men, but it'll be noticeable to your enemy. Hallelujah. When I say your enemy, I'm talking about Satan, the devil. Uh, There are certain people. uh, I'm going to close this out because I feel myself uh, really getting happy here. There are certain people, certain people that you, as a chosen vessel of God, can't mingle with. Uh, I keep telling, I tell people here at Greater Emmanuel, you can't hang out with everybody. Mm. I'm going to let that sink in on you. You, you, you can't take folk, everybody, into your bosom uh, that don't have similar values, goals, and objectives. You, 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 you know, and, and, and I tell uh, people who, especially who are dating, who are thinking about getting married, um, it's, it's more to getting married to an individual than you save and I'm saved. I got to find out what your background is. I got to find out what you like. And just because you don't like what I like doesn't mean you're not saved. Just, it just may mean we're not, incompatible. But when you are dating an individual, and, and, and dating is, is very serious. We need to, you need to take a, another look at it. I often say that dating is collecting data. Mm-hmm. I'll say that again. Dating is collecting data so that the dot you're collecting data on this person so that you can see if you can put up with this person for the rest of your life. You don't want to get caught up with nobody. They talking about They say, but they crazy. It's some. Did you know? Oh, Lord. Did you know it's some same crazy people? Uh, I know, I know y'all texting y'all. I know y'all gonna be emailing me and everything. I don't care. I don't care. It's some people that save and sanctify, but they just is loony. <laughs> so, so you gotta find out what your background is. You can be saved and your mama be crazy. You can be saved and you know just I'm talking about just thinking. I'm, I'm saying crazy. I don't mean literally crazy, but but figuratively crazy crazy yeah so you got to find out people's background and then and then when that that, and and that's a whole nother uh uh, angle that you're at when you're talking about uh uh, dating but i'm talking about if you're going to be hanging out with people just period uh if you're going to be friends with an individual you say you still need to know their background because uh, you need to know if they're participating in satanic worship If they're participating in satanic worship, y'all can't hang together. That's like oil and water. It won't mix. It stands apart. Hear what I'm saying? You need to find out when you're going to take somebody into your bosom, you need to find out who are they committed to. What church do they go to? Praise God. Find out whether they are into God the way you are. I'm just talking about friends now. Find out whether, whether they love the Lord. Some, some folk can put up a good front but they don't have the work of God at heart. You can't be with people who are rebellious won't submit to leadership. Yeah. I'm going to come back and I'm going to start pick this up on the next uh, Bible study but you you can't be with people who won't submit to leadership. Somebody. Type on the screen and just type. Wow put exclamation marks behind that. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm gonna pick back up on that on our next broadcast. I want to thank God for you. I want to pray for you. I want to pray that this word will not only uh, be a word that you have heard, but that you will take on this wor- word and be a practitioner of this word. So I'm praying now dear Lord touch my brother and my sister bless them in a special way. Oh Lord, let them not only be hearers of your word, but doers of your word as well. Search their hearts and search their mind. and If you find anything that shouldn't be there, take it out and Jesus will give you the glory, the honor and the praise in Jesus name. Amen. Listen, I want you to sow a seed into this fertile ground. I would that you would sow a $10 seed into this ministry. I know it will bless you. It has blessed thousands of people and it will bless you for doing the same. Listen, you can send that $10 seed in. If you want to mail it in, mail it in to GEI Church. Uh, that's Greater Emmanuel Institutional Church at 19190 Schaefer Highway. That's Bishop J. Drew Sheard Boulevard, Detroit, Michigan, 48235. Or you can send it to PayPal. Paypal at geicogec.org. Or you can give at Giblify. Search for Greater Emmanuel Institutional Church and make sure you see our church logo. Or you can uh, give at uh, Cash App. That's dollar sign. G-E-I Kojic 1. Or you can always give securely in our G-E-I app. Or you can text to give at eight. 950 type in gei offer uh, space and the dollar amount i'm going to pray over your seed dear lord i thank you once again for how you blessed us brought us to this point now dear lord i ask that you will bless these seeds that are being sown into this rich and anointed fertile ground and we'll be so careful to give your name the praise the glory and honor shall be thine in jesus name come on and say here i go again believing God. Here I go again, believing God. God bless you. Please join me next time. And now may the grace of God, the sweet communion of the Holy Ghost, rest, rule, and abide henceforth now and forevermore. And we all said, amen. God bless you. And I love you with the love of the Lord.